0: Good afternoon, this is Tracy Colleen and I am talking today on Anchor.fm, a 10-minute podcast to help you understand something maybe you need clarification for. Uh, maybe get an idea to tweak what you're doing to get further faster, to break a habit, to make a habit, to do something different, to just experience something different than you have right now. Maybe you're open-minded to creating and Developing new skill set, that's what I want to do. I'm a career coach and a business coach. I train people how to get further faster. So, what do, how do I do that? By teaching them skills that work for me. So I've tried a whole bunch of ways that don't work. I find one that works and I share it with my clients and my my students, clients, friends, whoever is having a challenge. So I want to talk about problem solving today and more from a philosophical perspective. And this is more of a theory that I have, but it seems to work for me. So excuse me if it's not exactly perfect, scientifically perfect um, in some of the definitions. I want to put that out there right away. I want to just explain to you the philosophy that I have about problem solving and the right and left brain. If you don't know this and then you've not studied it, then how would you know this? It's just a thing to know and something that empowers me to understand it once I truly understood just a very top level uh, understanding of right and left brain, and what those hemispheres in your brain do, then I can tap into each area to help solve a problem. So I'm going to give you an example of two problems, or things that I might not be able to accomplish, and how I use this theory to accomplish the, the tasks or the goals or something that I keep hitting a wall with. I'm gonna start with one that most people have a problem with and that is weight loss. Weight loss seems to be something that we continuously have a problem with. Not all of us, just some of us, but a lot of us. And when we decide that we want to weight loss, you know, lose a certain amount of pounds, of course the first thing you wanna do is set the goal and you wanna set that in a smart way which is specific, measurable, achievable, Realistic and timely—that's what the abbreviation SMART spell. That's what they stand for. So make sure that your goal has five, those five key elements. Once you establish, I'll give you an example. I would like to lose ten pounds in the next thirty days of weight uh, by exercise in twice a day, I'm doing this as I'm thinking out loud here, by exercising twice a day and reducing my calorie intake by reducing my carbs, by cutting them in half, something to that effect. Okay. So as we, as we define what the goal is, the 10 pounds, 30 days, the strategy behind it, um, then what I want to talk about is your left brain your left brain kicks into action saying this is doable or not doable. The left part of your brain is black and white, meaning they see yes or no. That part of your brain is, is the part that you rely on um, for science. And um, doctors are typically more left-brained. Scientists are left-brained. They're, they're half of the world, or I don't know how many of the world, but a lot of people, let's say half the world is left-brain dominant, meaning they reside they make their decisions based on left-brain analysis your right brain is the creative side it's the what if side it's the magical side it's the it's the side that's going to think outside the box so as we go down this road of trying to figure out how we're going to accomplish this goal by understanding who's talking in the brain as you're working toward a goal is really key to understanding whose whose voice is it is it the left Mr. left brain or Mr. right brain or Mr. Mrs. right brain or Mrs. left brain And that helps you understand the motive behind the messages that are coming out in your head, right? So, for example, I start to day one on my diet, let's say. It's tomorrow, it's day one, and I start out really well. I have a good run in the morning. I have a good meal. And then by dinner time, I realize I forgot I have a dinner engagement to go to, and I can't cancel it. And I realize there's going to be, it's over at Martha Stewart's house, which has nothing but baked goods. And so I'm like, oh, this is not a good day one diet. So your right brain, sorry, your left brain is going to say to you, cancel it. Don't go to the dinner because you'll fail. Or they may say so that so the left brain is very emphatic. It says it says statements as if they were true. And that's the thing to know about that left brain, because That left brain is only telling you based on its experience, right? So if you have failed in the past, then it's going to recall like a filing cabinet, go back and recall it and say, oh, you tried that, didn't work, you failed. So it's just going to recall exactly what you've done in your past that has failed and it's going to pull it out right, boom. And that's called self-sabotage. So no one's doing that to you. It's you yourself. It's just that's the, how the brain works. It goes based on the history, right? So it pulls out the last time you did that and you failed. So it goes, boom, here's what happened. That's the left brain. This is the perfect time to say, thank you. Heard you. Not going to work for me this time. To jump over to the right brain because the right brain is the creative brain. The right brain is the one that says it's the artists, the musicians, the the people that are just they think outside the box. They think, what if? So this is the time for you to say, let's go to the right brain. And what would the right brain say to me? Well, they may say, uh, when you go to Martha Stewart's tomorrow for dinner, and she has a buffet of sweet, amazing, sugary, amazing food that you want to jump into, maybe you're going to go instead with a full stomach. So have dinner before you go to dinner. Does that make sense? That's a creative strategy so that you're already full by the time you get there. You think it's crazy? No, it's a success formula for a diet because you've already mapped out your diet, right? When you did your planning, your SMART goals, you said you were going to eat healthy foods. So if you go to a party and you put yourself in front of a, a, a chocolate cake, you're just asking for trouble. But if you go there with a full stomach and another creative strategy around that would be to keep busy, to go to that party still, but keep busy with other things that are not food oriented. So go there and say, can I, um, can I be the entertainer? Can I play the music? Can I, you know, hang everybody's coats? Kind of keep yourself, your hands busy doing another task. That's another success strategy that is compliments to you by the creative brain, the right brain, Sometimes the right brain is the answer that you need, and sometimes the left brain just kicks in and gives you the great answer that you need. We can't survive without either or. So they're both imperative. But knowing that you can pull from each side of your brain helps you make make decisions going forward that will get you to that goal. And recognizing also when you hear a voice in your head about you attaining a goal, let's go to money. I want to make $100,000 this year. Let's say that's your goal. And you hear a voice coming from, that's impossible. You made $20,000 last year. There's no way that's going to even be possible. That's outrageous. Another form of understanding self-sabotage is listening to that voice that I just said and identifying whose voice that is. Because even though it it sounds like your voice and it is your voice because you just said it, it's actually not your messaging. It was planted there by somebody somewhere along the way that made you believe that that was true. It was planted there by somebody who had that limiting belief for them. You overheard it. It got into your brain, and sometimes we can't get rid of it. So that one way to get rid of it is to identify whose voice it is, and it, you don't. It's not about pointing fingers or saying or, or just saying, "It's not my voice." is the most powerful thing you can do. So never mind saying. Okay, whose voice was that? But That's powerful too. I mean, if you can figure out who that is, oh, that sounds like my old boyfriend or that sounds like my old ex-wife or whatever. And that's fine. It's not to blame, but it's just to acknowledge and recognize it's not mine. It's in my automatic program brain. It was planted there. But it doesn't have to reside there. So it's like one of those seeds that was there. You can pull it, just like an old weed. It's no longer serving you, and toss it out and move on. So that's one way to um, overcome self sabotage, and use your right and your left and right brain when you want to achieve a goal. Identifying the voice, the message. Whose is it? Is it? saying thank you to them for that message, and let's replace it with something more powerful, more enriching towards your goal, and be light about it. You can can also hear a voice, I hear a voice often from my kindergarten teacher that says things that w- did say things to me, to a five-year-old, and I'm like, I'm not five anymore, but thank you for that message. I'm bigger now. I'm a, I'm an adult now. I don't need to, to listen to that, and I just say thank you and move on. Just has a nice, lighter, easier way. I hope that helps you in some way. This is Tracy Talks with Anchor.fm. Good afternoon. This is Tracy calling, and I am talking today on Anchor.fm, a 10-minute podcast to help you understand something maybe you need clarification for. Uh, Maybe get an idea to tweak what you're doing to get further faster, to break a habit, to make a habit, to do something different, to just experience something different than you have right now. Maybe you're open-minded to creating and Developing new skill set. That's what I want to do. I'm a career coach and a business coach. I train people how to get further faster. So what do, how do I do that? By teaching them skills that work for me. So I've tried a whole bunch of ways that don't work. I find one that works and I share it with my clients and my, my students, clients, friends, whoever is having a challenge. So I want to talk about problem solving today and more from my philosophical and this is more of a theory that i have but it seems to work for me so excuse me if it's not exactly perfect scientifically perfect um, in some of the definitions i want to put that out there right away i want to just explain to you the philosophy that i have about problem solving and the right and left brain if you don't know this and then you've not studied it then how would you know this it's just a, a thing to know and it's something that empowers me to understand it once i truly understood just a very top level uh, understanding of right and left brain and what those hemispheres in your brain do, then I can tap into each area to help solve a problem. So I'm going to give you an example of two problems or things that I might not be able to accomplish and how I use this theory to accomplish the, the tasks or the goals, or something that I keep hitting a wall with. I'm gonna start with one that most people have a problem with, and that is weight loss. Weight loss seems to be something that we continuously have a problem with. Not all of us, just some of us, but a lot of us. And when we decide that we want to weight loss, you know, lose a certain amount of pounds, of course, the first thing you wanna do is set the goal, and you wanna set that in a smart way, which is specific, measurable, achievable, Realistic and timely—that's what the abbreviation SMART spell. That's what they stand for. So make sure that your goal has five, those five key elements. Once you establish, I'll give you an example. I would like to lose ten pounds in the next thirty days of weight uh, by exercise in twice a day, I'm doing this as I'm thinking out loud here, by exercising twice a day and reducing my calorie intake by reducing my carbs, by cutting them in half, something to that effect. Okay. So as we, as we define what the goal is, the 10 pounds, 30 days, the strategy behind it, um, then what I want to talk about is your left brain your left brain kicks into action saying this is doable or not doable. The left part of your brain is black and white, meaning they see yes or no. That part of your brain is, is the part that you rely on um, for science. And um, doctors are typically more left-brained. Scientists are left-brained. They're, they're half of the world, or I don't know how many of the world, but a lot of people, let's say half the world is left-brain dominant, meaning they reside to make their decisions based on left-brain analysis your right brain is the creative side it's the what if side it's the magical side it's the it's the side that's going to think outside the box so as we go down this road of trying to figure out how we're going to accomplish this goal by understanding who's talking in the brain as you're working toward a goal is really key to understanding whose whose voice is it is it the left Mr. left brain or Mr. right brain or Mr. Mrs. right brain or Mrs. left brain And that helps you understand the motive behind the messages that are coming out in your head, right? So, for example, I start to day one on my diet. Let's say it's tomorrow, it's day one, and I start out really well. I have a good run in the morning, I have a good meal. And then by dinner time, I realize I forgot I have a dinner engagement to go to, and I can't cancel it. And I realize there's going to be, it's over at Martha Stewart's house which has nothing but baked goods. And so I'm like, Oh, this is not a good day one diet. So your right brain, sorry, your left brain is going to say to you, cancel it. Don't go to the dinner because you'll fail. Or they may say, so that, so the left brain is very emphatic. It says, it says statements as if they were true. And that's the thing to know about that left brain because That left brain is only telling you based on its experience, right? So if you have failed in the past, then it's going to recall like a filing cabinet, go back and recall it and say, oh, you tried that, didn't work, you failed. So it's just going to recall exactly what you've done in your past that has failed and it's going to pull it out right, boom. And that's called self-sabotage. So no one's doing that to you. It's you yourself. It's just that's the how the brain works. It goes based on the history, right? So it pulls out the last time you did that and you failed. So it goes, boom, here's what happened. That's the left brain. This is the perfect time to say, thank you. Heard you. Not going to work for me this time. To jump over to the right brain because the right brain is the creative brain. The right brain is the one that says it's the artists, the musicians, the, the people that are just They think outside the box. They think, what if? So this is the time for you to say, let's go to the right brain. And what would the right brain say to me? Well, they may say, uh, when you go to Martha Stewart's tomorrow for dinner and she has a buffet of sweet, amazing, sugary, amazing food that you want to jump into, maybe you're going to go instead with a full stomach. So have dinner before you go to dinner. Does that make sense? That's a creative strategy so that you're already full by the time you get there. You think it's crazy? No, it's a success formula for a diet because you've already mapped out your diet, right? When you did your planning, your SMART goals, you said you were going to eat healthy foods. So if you go to a party and you put yourself in front of a, a, a chocolate cake, you're just asking for trouble. But if you go there with a full stomach and another creative strategy around that would be to keep busy, to go to that party still, but keep busy with other things that are not food oriented. So go there and say, can I, um, can I be the entertainer? Can I play the music? Can I, you know, hang everybody's coats? Kind of keep yourself, your hands busy doing another task. That's another success strategy that is compliments to you by the creative brain, the right brain. Sometimes the right brain is the answer that you need, and sometimes the left brain just kicks in and gives you the great answer that you need. We can't survive without either or. So they're both imperative. But knowing that you can pull from each side of your brain helps you make make decisions going forward that will get you to that goal. And recognizing also when you hear a voice in your head about you attaining a goal, let's go to money. I want to make $100,000 this year. Let's say that's your goal. And you hear a voice coming from that's impossible. You made $20,000 last year. There's no way that's going to even be possible. That's outrageous. Another form of understanding self-sabotage is listening to that voice that I just said, and identifying whose voice that is. Because even though it it sounds like your voice, and it is your voice, because you just said it, it's actually not your messaging. It was planted there by somebody somewhere along the way that made you believe that that was true. It was planted there by somebody who had that limiting belief for them. You overheard it. It got into your brain, and sometimes we can't get rid of it. So that one way to get rid of it is to identify whose voice it is, and it, you don't. It's not about pointing fingers or saying or, or just saying, "It's not my voice." is the most powerful thing you can do. So never mind saying. Okay. Whose voice was that? But that's powerful too. I mean, if you can figure out who that is, oh, that sounds like my old boyfriend, or that sounds like my old ex-wife or whatever. And that's fine. It's not to blame, but it's just to acknowledge and recognize it's not mine. It's in my automatic program brain. It was planted there. it doesn't have to reside there. So it's like one of those seeds that was there. You can pull it just like an old weed. It's no longer serving you and toss it out and move on. So that's one way to um, overcome self-sabotage and use your right and your left and right brain. When you want to achieve a goal, identifying the voice, the message, whose is it? Is it? saying thank you to them for that message and let's replace it with something more powerful, more enriching towards your goal and be light about it. You can can also hear a voice, I hear a voice often from my kindergarten teacher that says things that w- did say things to me, to a five-year-old. And I'm like, I'm not five anymore, but thank you for that message. I'm bigger now. I'm a, I'm an adult now. I don't need to to listen to that. And I just say thank you and move on. Just has a nice, lighter, easier way. I hope that helps you in some way. This is Tracy Talks with Anchor.fm.